called Welcome to No Script Needed, where I couldn't possibly make any of this shit up, even if I tried. I'm your lovely host, Grayson, and as always, life does not have a script, so I shall not have a script either. How are we guys doing? How are we doing? How are we doing this week? Um, It's only Tuesday, currently. It's February 13th, so the week is really just getting started, but, you know, a lot happens in a day or two, so, you know, take that as you will. It, you know, hopefully, hopefully we're all having a good week so far. Um, hopefully last week was good. Hopefully this year has been good. For me, it's been interesting, to say the least. Um, a lot of things have have happened in just a month, month and a half, basically. Um, but yeah, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the new podcast. Um, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Um, I feel like we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a good time. I have a lot of things planned and a lot of guests that I'm going to have, a lot of my friends I'm going to have on. I think it's good to just talk and have different perspectives from a young person's life. Um, we, I've got some stories to tell, that's for sure. And I know that my friends do too. We have, we have so many stories to tell. So it's going to get interesting here, but I am really excited. So the first thing I want to do is, I'm just, this is really just the pilot episode, so it's just going to be me, and I just want you guys to get to know the host a little bit better, get to know me better. Um, Just want to establish that before we get into having a show and everything. Um, But one thing that I want to do when starting off these episodes is highs and lows. So we're basically just going to talk about what our high for the week was and what our low for the week was. I think it's just a good way to balance out, you know, how we're feeling and everything. Um, and it's just a, a good way to kind of get tap into our brains and, you know, see what's going on and everything. So we're going to, we're going to check in on ourselves and do that really quick. So I'll go ahead and start. Um, I'm going to start with the low because I think it's, it's good to start from your low place and then climb up to your high place. That's what I want to do. Um, you know, we don't need to end on a, on a sour note, on a bad note. We need to end on a good note. So my love for this week, or actually kind of last week since it is Tuesday, so not too much has happened this week, but, you know, things will be happening. So my low was kind of finding out some things I didn't really want to find out. Um, I won't get too much into it because I'm not going to, I'm not going to spill that too much, but yeah, I found out some things that I really didn't want to find out or probably shouldn't have found out. Um, it really wasn't supposed to be for me to find out, but you know, we're moving on with it. It's okay. Things happen. Life happens. You just got to take it be sad about it, be upset about it, be angry about it, be whatever, you know, just feel your emotions, take it all in, um, express yourself, and then get on with it, because, you know, life does not stop, unfortunately, life does not stop for us uh, when we're sad, or when we're angry, or even when we're happy, honestly. Um, The world is always going to be moving on, so, you know, that was a low. Another low of mine was also, I went to the casino, so, uh, on Sunday was the Super Bowl, the, was it, like, 58th Super Bowl, I think, whatever, 49ers versus the Chiefs, I went to the casino, um, I watched half of the Super Bowl at home in my apartment, and then I went to the casino to watch the other half because they have really big screens, and, like, they have a section where people, like, sit for, like, sports betting and stuff, and on all the TV, they have TVs everywhere, but they're playing the Super Bowl, and I thought it would just be really fun to go to the casino and watch the rest of the Super Bowl. And it was it was really fun because there's a lot of people there. People were screaming, people were cheering, some people were not happy. You know, it was, it was a really good time. But before, well, as I was watching the Super Bowl, I went to the roulette table. So if y'all don't know, <laughs> I like going to the casino and gambling. A lot of my friends think they have a gambling addiction. I don't have a gambling addiction. Sometimes I go to the casino literally just to, like, hang out because it's a pretty cool environment, I would say. Um, I don't gamble every time I go, but I do like gambling. It's not an addiction. It's not a problem. I promise you, guaranteed, it's not a problem because, yes, I've lost money 
but I'm not like sitting here spending my whole life savings, so I'm not that addicted to it, you know. It's just a fun thing to do. When you go to the college I go to and there's not much to do around here and you have a casino and you're over the age of 21, I mean, come on now. It's just a good time. Um, But I went to the roulette table and roulette is my game. I like playing blackjack too. Sorry there. I like playing blackjack too, but I have not played uh, an actual game in real life. Um, I play my phone a lot, but yeah, I went to the roulette table. I was doing pretty good. I was getting down, but then I broke even and then I lost uh, my money. So that's another low for this week is I lost money (laughs) at the roulette table. So I'm currently down at the casino right now, but I will come back. Don't you worry, guys. I will make my money back. At least break even. I want to at least break even. You know, I don't have to make an extreme amount of money. I just like, I just like doing it. It's fun, you know? something to do it's something that I like to say that I'm good at um hopefully that's not like gonna mess me up or whatever but you know I think it's just it's just fun so yeah I I lost some money at the casino uh so that's another another low for this week or kind of last week it was Sunday I don't know well it's it's whatever anyways we'll move on to the high so I think the high was that the Chiefs won I was really rooting for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl um, I am a Swifty, <laughs> so naturally I'm going to root for the Swifties, aka the Chiefs. So that was that was a good time. Um, I was at the casino. Um, this is after I had already lost my money. Once I lost my money, I was like, all right, I'm not gonna play anymore. I'll just watch the rest of the game. So they had gone into overtime and everything. I think I was playing before they went to overtime, and then I finished before yeah I finished before they went to overtime I'm pretty sure so I was watching um the Chiefs get that last kick tie up the game then they go into overtime and I'm sitting there and they have a bunch of bar areas in the casino and everything but there's there's one place one like big bar area in the middle of the casino floor where it's like a circle and then at the top they have like where uh bands and stuff play usually play but I was sitting there, and everyone was around getting drinks, hanging out, just watching uh, the game and everything, because there's TVs literally, like, every <laughs> five inches um, around the bar area. So I was sitting there, watching the rest of the game. It was really fun. Everybody was screaming, yelling, all this. Um, but I was standing there, watching the rest of the overtime, and then literally in the last five seconds, the Chiefs catch a touchdown, or get a touchdown, and win the game. And... Everyone just got up and cheered. Well, half of the people got up and cheered, you know, the 49er fans. Unfortunately, they stayed silent. Uh, but, yeah, everybody got up and cheered. It was a good time. I think it was really fun to uh, sit there and watch the game and just be surrounded by other people that were, you know, just celebrating and hanging out and stuff like that. Um, so that was a good time. That was that was a definitely a high was watching the Chiefs win. Um, it would have been nice for the 49ers to win just because of uh, the quarterback I think he's the quarterback, but, you know, getting picked last in the draft and then bringing his team to the Super Bowl and everything, you know, it's kind of an underdog story, but um, that's okay. It's always – there will be other opportunities. I know that would have been a great a great thing for him, but I think it's also really good. I mean, if you got picked last and you brought your team to the Super Bowl, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's a big enough accomplishment anyways. Of course, getting the ring and everything is – would be better. <laughs> would be a better story to that – or be a better ending to that story, but I think at least knowing that, you know, people counted you out, but then you showed them what you were really made of and made it to the end, I think that's really cool. So, shout out to the Chiefs, shout out Travis Kelsey, shout out Taylor Swift. I love them, love Taylor Swift. Can't wait for the new album to come out. I will definitely be recording a podcast reacting, or not reacting, I won't be reacting because I don't want to get, you know, taken out. <laughs> but I will, uh, listen to the album, and then record my thoughts and everything when that new album comes out in April. So stay tuned for that. That'll be in two months or so, a little over two months, but I'll definitely do that. Um, since I, do, I did two lows, I'll do two highs. So another one of my highs was I got to drop my history class. So um, I am a senior in college, and I'll, I'll uh, do an introduction to myself here in a little bit. Um, but I got to drop a history class. Um, I was thinking I was going to have to take it since I'm a senior and, uh, 
in my degree, I only need like three credit hours of a history class. But my sophomore year, I think it was, yeah, was it my sophomore year? My freshman year. My freshman year, I took a religions class that used to count as a history credit, but now it counts as, what is it, humanities, I guess. I guess it's the humanities. I don't know, it counts as something else, but it used to count as a history class. And back when I was a freshman slash sophomore, whatever I was, I got it overridden and took taken the place of my history credit. Um, and so that was all taken care of. And then they switched to like a new catalog or a new like, um, oh yeah, a new catalog and changed a bunch of the classes and stuff like that. And so it wouldn't count anymore, I don't think. I don't even know. I don't know how all this happened, honestly. I bring a lot of problems <laughs> to my to my advisor. I feel really bad, but she's been great. She's helped me out so much. I've literally had a problem every single time I've gone to see her. Um, let me tell you, I'll get, I'll get more into that in a minute. But, yeah. So I was taking a history class thinking that that was going to be a credit that I needed. I needed. Um, but it turned out that the class was not what I thought it was. Um, I just didn't really vibe with the professor, didn't really vibe with the atmosphere of the class. It was just, uh, I don't know, I was really dreading it. So last Thursday, I had skipped the class (laughs) because I only have two, well, before I dropped this class, I only had two classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that Thursday, my second class was already canceled. So I skipped that class, took a day, kind of did some things I wanted to do, and I felt so much better knowing that I did not have to go to that class or knowing that I wasn't going to go to that class. So I was like, I really need to sit here and try to drop this class because I am not enjoying it whatsoever. Like, I go in there and I just have anxiety or I just, I don't know, I'm just not enjoying it. So I was doing some searching and everything, went to the registrar's office and was like, hey... I want to drop this class, but I want to make sure it's not going to affect my graduation date because I am graduating in 88 days, I think. I'll be graduating college in 88 days, which is crazy to say. Um, It's wild that it's literally in 88 days I will have a bachelor's degree. Um, But yeah, so I went to the registrar's office, told them, you know, I want to make sure this isn't going to affect my graduation date and everything. They logged in. I told them about my religions class and wanted to make sure that that could go back in place um, so that if I dropped the history class, that would go in place and I wouldn't have any problems and wouldn't have to worry about, you know, overrides or whatever. And so the registrar office was just like, um, you know, we don't approve that stuff. You'll have to go to your advisor and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought you guys just approved it. So that's why I came here first before going to my advisor. I just, you know, I thought I was like cutting out a part here. Um a part of the process but they were like no you'll just have to go to your advisor because they have to approve it basically she was saying that she didn't know if if the class would automatically slip back into counting as my history class or if they would have to override it again so I was like okay I'll email my advisor and everything so I emailed my advisor she emailed me back and was like we can't find where this class was on an old catalog if you can find that that would be great it'll be an easy fix if not, we'll have to ask the history department to do, do an override, and it would be a really hard thing to sell. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I was going, I was feverishly, like, going through my emails, like, going trying to go through the archive catalogs and everything. Couldn't find anything. I was like, oh, my God. But I found an old email, and it was from when I had a different advisor, and when I when it got approved during my, I guess, was, I, guess I got it approved during my sophomore year because I think that was in December of 2021 when I had that approved. So, yeah. I would have been, yeah, I would have been a, a sophomore. So I was like, let me just go over there. Because I was in uh, the building that's, like, right beside the English the, the English building. Um, and I was like, let me just walk over there and, like, figure it out in person. Because that's so much better than going email back, like, emailing back and forth. So I walked over there, and my friend works um, in the English department, or in the English office. And I was like, hey, like, I can't find it on the archive catalog but I have this email or whatever and my advisor wasn't there yet so my friend was just like you know you can hang out a little bit until she comes back she should be back soon in a couple minutes or whatever and I was like okay I'll do that 
So then I was sitting there, and I was just trying to go through the, the catalogs because I was like, I know it's up here somewhere because I know I'm not crazy. I saw it at some point. Um, but my advisor finally came back. I went in there and uh, was like, this is what I have. Um, you know, the registrar office told me that it should work. It's just it's a matter of fact of whether it will go in automatically or if it will be overridden or you have to approve for it to be overridden again. Um, and she was like, we're going to figure this out. And what, okay. One of the funniest things was I told you guys, I always bring problems to her and I feel so bad, but I always have problems. So I went in there and I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I know I come in here with a new problem. And she just goes, yeah, you do. (laughs) I was like, damn, like, yeah, I know. I really just be keeping you on your toes, you know, asking you, cause like my problems are always like interesting problems. <laughs> like I, it's, it's always a problem that like she's never run into before or like they've never run into before. Cause even when I went to the registrar office the first time and like asked them about this class, <laughs> that woman was like, um, I don't know. We usually don't have issues like this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know I'm just special. Like, you know, I, I bring a, a new set of um problems to just everyone so you know it's always it's always a struggle I always um just <laughs> I always just find a new problem but I think I'm good now you know 88 days I shouldn't have any more problems in 88 days I mean knock on wood I guess you, you hear that knocking on the wood um so let's all pray and hope that I have no more problems in 88 days I should be good to go my degree audit looks good yes is on everything. I have like a hundred and I don't know. You have to grad. You have to graduate with one hundred and twenty credit hours, and I think I'm at like one thirty two or <laughs> something like that. I don't even know. I have way more credits than I need, but it's okay. Um, but yeah. So I always bring new problems. But I, I went in there. She was calling uh like not the highest person at the registrar office, but like one of the highest people, and was talking to her and everything. And then finally, I found it on the old catalog. It was on the eighteen nineteen catalog from 2018 2019 but that's not my catalog i'm on the i would have started on the 2020 2021 catalog but the thing is that back in when i was a freshman and i signed up for that class so when you go on the website um this should be for like any college you know if you go on if you go on the college's website and you go to a specific department so like i'm an english major so i go to the english department and you look at like undergraduate uh programs or whatever and you look at like your degree requirements and everything they give you a catalog of all the classes that you can take like here's a set of classes you can take that will count as your history here's a set of classes that you can take that will count that will count as your humanities here's a set that will count as your sciences whatever and so I remember when I went on the website and I looked at the catalog they had the old catalog on the website. So I guess they were updating the catalogs, but they were not updating the website. So when I went to sign up for that class, I was under the impression that the religions class counted as a history credit because it said it counted as that on the catalog. So naturally, I was just like, okay, it'll be good. It'll be fine. Um, No, it's not fine because it ended up being an old catalog. Uh, or an archive catalog, but they never put it as archive. It was just literally, like, I thought it was just a catalog, like, the current catalog or whatever. That was not the case. Um, but anyways, so the, uh, my advisor was talking to the woman, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, it'll go in. It'll be no problem. Like, we see where it had been approved before. Like, even the registrar told me this was like, you know, we see where this has been approved before, It's just a matter of fact of whether it has to be approved again or if it will just do it automatically. Because, let me tell you, trying to get things done through your degree audits or, like, the the computer will not do everything that you think it will do. Um, So that's, that's, I know that's a struggle that they deal with a lot because things just don't happen the way they should. (laughs) Things just don't work out the way they should, but it's okay. So, yeah, the woman was like, oh, yeah, it'll be no problem, like, it should go in there automatically, you can drop the class today, your religions class will go in there, just give it till Monday to see if it slides back in there, if not, you know, contact me, and we'll figure it out, because I can see right here where it'll be fine, so that was, that was definitely a half of my week last week, that happened fr- Friday, yeah, Friday, and it's because, so, 
I was looking on the academic calendar, and it said that last Friday was, like, the withdrawal deadline or whatever. And so I was like, damn, I really need to get this figured out because I want to be able to withdraw from this class. I don't want to be in it. Like, you know, I was like, I mean, if I have to take it, I'll take it. I can pass it. I just don't enjoy it. So if I don't have to be in it, then I won't take it. So I was like, fuck, I really got to get this, like, figured out. Like, it's got to be done by Friday at 5 p.m. Like, you know, I was stressing out. And I was was telling my advisor, I was like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, hound you about it. I just want to make sure that I would meet the deadline or whatever. Well, turns out... (laughs) That the deadline, the withdrawal deadline on Friday was for the eight-week classes, not, like, for the whole university. So you can take eight-week classes at the university, um, so it's a shorter time, that's only half time, um, and that was the withdrawal deadline for those classes, not for regular, like, 16-week classes, which my advisor was like, yeah, that seemed, like, way too early for me, because we started, like, what, January, uh, 16th, I think? Yeah, I think it was January 16th that we started. Um, yeah, January 16th we started. So this was, what, February 9th, 10th? Something like that. Um, so, yeah, my advisor was like, yeah, that was that, I thought that was way too early. Um, but, yeah, so I was able to withdraw, for, withdraw from it. So I left the English office. I was like, thank you. Um, I'll try not to bring any more problems to you. I appreciate your help so, so much. Um you know, I, I I would literally kiss the ground that my advisor walks on because she has helped me so much. She is so helpful and great. And like, I'm just so grateful for her. Like she really is the best. Like she, I feel crazy when I go in there with problems, but like she figures it out for me. Like she doesn't just like leave me hanging. She, she helps me. And I, I love that. Um, definitely could not be more grateful for her. So glad that she is my advisor because she is also the department head of the English department. So it makes things so much better because then you don't have to go through someone else. She can just do it all for me because she's a department head. So that that definitely makes it a lot easier. Um, so, yeah, very grateful for that. Um, if you go to college, try to make friends with your advisor uh, because then they'll they'll help you and, and get you straightened out and everything. So, yeah, that was that was uh, my second high for the week. Um, dropped the history class, didn't have to go today. I would have been in there literally a couple moments ago because uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9.30 to 10.45 was that class, and I no longer have to go to that class. So it's it's a really great time. Uh, we're going to take a quick little water break, and then we'll be back to talk. Or, well, to introduce myself, actually, which is something that I'm not really used to. I don't talk about myself. I like talking about others or just hearing other people talk about themselves so this is gonna be interesting i'm gonna try and get i guess as much information in here as possible that you guys would probably find interesting um i don't know i feel like i'm kind of an interesting person um i try to be or i don't know i live a crazy life honestly a lot of crazy things have happened to me in my life (laughs) so yeah um so let's just dive into it. So again, if you didn't know, my name is Grayson. I am 22 years old. I am just a girl. <laughs> I'm just a teenage girl at 22. Um, but yeah, I'm 22. I attend a university. I'm not going to say where just yet. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. We'll see. I don't know how, I don't know how where we're going to do with this podcast. Hopefully we'll do good enough to where... I want to protect my safety or something like that. I don't know. That might be stupid, but I'm not going to worry about it. It's okay. It's it's really not even that important. Um, But yeah, I go to a public university. I'm currently getting my bachelor's degree in arts. Well, it be an arts and science uh, degree. I am an English major. So I'm majoring in English with a concentration in motion picture studies, and I have a minor in professional writing. So I take a lot of English classes. I love film classes. Um, I'm just, I'm writing and thinking all day long. Um, I came here in August of 2020, so I am a 2020 high school graduate, so we all know how that, how that was. Um, I don't have to spell it out or anything, but yeah, that caused a lot of, a lot of issues with me starting my college career. Um, I definitely did not get a traditional college 
start or start to my college career um, for the because of the pandemic and everything, um, which I can dive into that and just kind of well maybe that might be for another episode because I think I'm gonna I'll probably talk to some of my other friends about talk about our start to college career just basically how we've been so far in college um, now that we have 88 days left to go, um, which is very wild to me. Uh, I don't even like to think about it, but, you know, it's okay. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm an English major, um, majoring in motion picture studies, so I really like movies and film and writing. Um, My career goals, or basically my dream in life, is to become a screenwriter slash a director. I would love to direct the movies that I write, um, just because I always have a certain type of vision in my head. So I have a really cinematic brain, I would say. That's how I would describe it. Everything is really cinematic to me. Um, I kind of romanticize life a lot of times, which gets me in trouble. <laughs> it's not always the best thing, but yeah. Um, I have a cinematic brain and thought process, and I kind of see everything as like a coming-of-age movie, honestly. like That's how it plays out in my head. Um, yeah, I play... There's, there's always movies or, like, scenes of my own writing that is playing in my head constantly every single day. Um, usually, if I'm in class and I start zoning now, I'm, like, directing in my head, basically. Like, I am literally directing a movie in my head. Um, <laughs> that sounds so nerdy, but, I mean, that's just how it is. Um, so, yeah, I would love to be a screenwriter. It's a really hard industry to break into, and it's also a uh, just hard industry anyways, if you guys have seen the strikes, which thankfully the strike is over right now, but I know that it will be back because it's always coming back. Um, it's really just a, a interesting field, I guess. I'll put it that way. It's an interesting field or industry, the entertainment industry. It's, it's um Yeah. One thing I would love to do is, especially as a woman, um, and as a queer woman especially, um, I want to make films that are more inclusive, and I think that the industry is just really set in a lot of its specific ways and just has a lot of negatives and negativity to it, and that is something that I would love to change about it, or at least start the process of changing, you know, I think that it can be a really, I don't, even know how to, I don't know how to describe it, and I don't want to describe it too negatively, but it can be gross, I guess I'll put it that way, it can be a gross industry, um, with a lot of, you know, specific people that I will not mention, but yeah, I would love to just kind of bring more just be more inclusive and like more loving. <laughs> I don't know how loving you can be in an industry like that, but I don't know. Just bring genuine kindness and just I don't know. Make it more enjoyable for people. A lot of people do not enjoy being in that industry. It can be lucrative, but that really doesn't mean anything if you are having problems uh, with certain people and power dynamics. So yeah, that is definitely something I would love to do. Um, it's going to be a very difficult path, but you know, um, it's what I want to do. I'm going to get there eventually. It may take a long time. It may take a while, but, you know, everything takes time, especially if it's things that are really meaningful. Um, that's going to take time to do. It's not going to happen overnight, which is totally fine. It doesn't need to happen overnight. I actually would not want it to happen overnight because I like the journey better than the ending, um, or just the destination, basically. I know it's really cheesy to say, but the journey really is, I think, better than the destination. Of course, the destination is fun. It's great. You get to celebrate. You finally made it there, but it's kind of just a quick one-and-done thing, whereas the journey is the struggle, basically. And the struggle, you find so much in the struggle. Um, you find a lot of inspiration and just you learn a, you learn a lot of things and have a lot of new experiences when you go through the struggle and go through the journey, so... I definitely look forward to doing that, and I think starting off with things like this, like starting a podcast and just kind of talking and putting myself out there is a is a pretty good start, um, and so I'm really excited. I'm really excited for this. That's why I'm, you know, 
starting it now. I've been wanting to start this for a while. Um, and I think it's finally time. I think it's time to just go ahead and chase this dream, chase, you know, really just, I don't know, start, start something, start something for myself. So I think that'd be great. Um, so let's see, I guess I can talk about some of my favorite things. Um, and hopefully some of you guys will relate to me. Maybe you guys like the same things, but, uh, I guess since I basically do English and film, I'll talk about my favorite movie. So, my favorite movie is Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, directed by Michelle Gondry, written by Charlie, well, Michelle, uh, he also wrote it, but also Charlie Kaufman, which is such a great writer. Oh my god, Charlie Kaufman. Love you. Um, but yeah, that is my favorite movie. Um, I discovered that movie... maybe three years ago maybe yeah three years ago um and yeah it's my favorite movie or no maybe it wasn't three years ago maybe it was four five I don't remember anyways that's my favorite movie um I think it's just so cinematically beautiful I really relate to Joel (laughs) I am Joel basically I have a big heart um and I am just a hopeless romantic and everything, so I really relate to Joel. Me and Joel are the same person. I am him. He is me. So, yeah, I I think it's beautiful, and I definitely want to record a pod or record an episode talking strictly about that movie. That might be that might be episode one actually. That might be the next episode. Is I'll do a deep dive into that movie and kind of explain a lot of the things that I love about it. Um, I've done a project on that movie before where um, I kind of picked it apart and talked about things. So I have some stuff I can talk about, but I definitely love that movie. It's a wonderful movie. I can't talk about it enough, honestly. I think it's just so beautiful, the concept of it. You know, is it better to love and loss than loss? Jesus, I can't even quit myself. Is it better to love and law? What? Is it better to love and lost than to have never loved at all? Basically, it's a sentiment that I I get from it when I watch that movie. It's like, is it better to fall in love and lose that love? Is it better to do that than to have never loved someone? Um, and I'm still figuring that out. But I definitely think that love is such a powerful emotion and it's 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 just intense and it can get you in trouble sometimes but I love to love and I love spreading love I love being in love and that doesn't have to be in a romantic sense like I am platonically in love with all of my friends like my friends are some of the best people I've ever known like they are just incredible. Like, my hometown friends, the friends I've made in college, like, I platonically love them with every single ounce of my body and with every single fiber in my heart. I love them so much. And I am just a lover. I'm a lover. I'm a giver. I'm just so passionate about loving others. That is something that I do all the time. I try to be as kind and as loving as possible. Because there's nothing better than being a loving person with a good, big, genuine heart. You know, people can try to tear it down and destroy you and everything, but you really just gotta love. You know, remain good throughout the storm and you will be rewarded. Um, That's kind of how I look at life is just remain good. You know, sometimes it's hard. You don't want to love everybody. And I wear my heart on my sleeve. (laughs) Quite literally, I wear my heart on my sleeve, but, you know, it's, that's got me in trouble sometimes, you know, I get hurt really easily, um, when I wear my heart on my sleeve, but, you know, I don't regret the love that I've given anyone, I don't regret loving anyone, I don't regret being a loving person, I don't regret having a big heart, um, I don't regret being a giver, I don't regret being so easily accessible to others, 
um, because that is just love that people need it, you know? You are, well, me specifically, I think that, and I, some, it's hard to talk about this because I don't like to put myself on the highest pedestal because I don't try to be like I'm this amazing, great person, you know? Of course, I have my own flaws and things I need to work on and just, you know, I, I, I have negatives too. You know, everyone has negatives to their positives, but um, it's definitely got me hurt sometimes, but I, I continue to be a good, loving person. I'm, I'm, I do like to say that I am a genuine person, and I try to do right by others all the time. My main focus is always to help others and do right by them and be loving. So, yeah, that's kind of how I am as a person, which goes into what I was going to talk about, um, me as a type of person. Oh, I didn't even finish my favorite things. I'm so sorry. I ramble a lot, and then I get sidetracked, but like I said life does not have a script so I shall not either which means this will always be really choppy and like you're having a conversation with a uh (laughs) insane person but it's okay because this is just how I am um I I jump from one thing to the other so it's okay um but yeah Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind that's my favorite movie I'll definitely go in depth about that in a an episode that might be the next episode I'm not sure but I definitely will do a review slash just kind of digging deeper into the meaning of that film or what it means to me a lot um I definitely want to do that I think that'll be fun um and it would, it would just be really great to talk about um I guess that well I'll jump into like the type of person I am and like I really love enneagrams and like personality tests I'll do that and then I'll jump over to some more of my favorite things so I don't know if you guys can guess I'll give you a second to guess how about that Go ahead. Go ahead and think about it. The Enneagram and then the type, the personality type that I am. I'll give you a few moments to think about it. If you guys even know, like, any of that stuff. I don't know if you do or not, but, you know, I'll give you, like, five seconds. Okay. It's been, like, five seconds. So, my Enneagram... Hold on. This... We get keep getting a little pop-up here. So, if you hear me clicking, I'm so sorry. I'll try to not have that in other uh, episodes. Anyways, the Enneagram, the Enneagram, well, the Enneagram that I am, does that make sense? I don't know. Anyways, I am a INFJ, which I know that's like introvert. (laughs) I know introvert. Um, I couldn't tell you what, actually, you know what? Let's look it up. How about that? That might be better. INFJ personality, introverted, intuit, intu intuitive feeling and judging wow okay which means they are energized by time alone focused on understanding ideas and concepts led by their values and intuition and firm decision makers okay that's kind of true i guess i'm not, i wouldn't say i'm like a very firm decision maker but i do think a lot of that is is true let's see okay introverted INFJs are energized by time alone. That's true. I do like my time alone. Um, intuitive. Focus on ideas and concepts rather than facts and details. Like I said, I have a cinematic brain, so I am definitely always thinking and having ideas and concepts. Feeling. Makes decisions based on feelings and values. I wear my heart on my sleeve, so of course feelings are always first rather than <laughs> logic, which is gets me in trouble a lot of times okay judging prefer to be planned and organized rather than spontaneous and flexible that is i would say that's kind of true um i'm not the biggest spontaneous person i can be but i'm not i guess i'd rather have a plan and know what we're doing rather than be extremely spontaneous and just like going out on a limb um because i have anxiety and i don't like i like to know what to expect I have a really big thing with like self-control not self-control that makes me sound like I like am harming myself in ways not like physically okay I mean just not even say that I have a thing about wanting to be in control like I don't like when things aren't in my control and that sounds like very manipulative it's not a manipulative way I just don't I like to know what's going to happen or I like to know what's happening I don't like being up in the air about things 
um that really that really hurts me a lot okay this says i'll say this is on what trudy.com okay i'm just gonna read this little section here this says infjs <clears throat> sorry excuse me i have <clears throat> i'm so sorry jesus INFJs are thoughtful nurturers with a strong sense of personal integrity and a drive to help others realize their potential. Creative and dedicated, they have they have a talent for helping others with original solutions to their personal challenges. I feel like that's pretty true. Um, I definitely love to help others. I would throw myself in front of a bus for others. I am a very others first, which is not the best idea. Always put yourself first, but I struggle with that. Um... I would definitely say I'm creative and dedicate it to being creative. Sometimes I do, you know, we all get writer's block sometimes. If you're a writer, you understand. Um, and they have a talent for helping others with original solutions to their personal challenges. So, yeah, I definitely try to find challenge or try to find challenges. Jesus. I try to find solutions for others. Um, I just love helping others. I think it's so fun um, or not really like fun, but just like rewarding, I guess. I get a lot of, what's it, I guess, like, serotonin. I don't know. I just get a lot of happiness from helping others. Um, I like to see other people succeed, and I like to root for other people, and I like to just love others and do right by others. So, yeah. Everything that I just explained earlier, this this is why I'm an I, was it, INFJ. Yeah, so I'm an IMFJ. Um personality test though i am a type two in personality test so let's let's look up that personality personality type two okay type two the helper this is on the enneagram institute so it says the caring interpersonal type generous demonstrative people pleasing and possessive that's definitely me okay I'm just going to write, or I'm just going to read this little section here that says, Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. God, heavy on the people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. Wow, okay, and that kind of just hit me, honestly. I didn't need to read that, but it's okay. Um, They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, unselfish and obtrusive, they have unconditional love for others. So, yeah, I do have a problem with being possessive and acknowledging my own needs because I rather please others and do what they want to do and be there for them rather than be there for myself, which is a problem. And I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to work on it and I'll be able to come back and we'll have another podcast episode where I talk about me going to therapy. <laughs> but yeah, okay. This, okay, this list, basic fear of being unwanted, unworthy of being loved. Wow. Okay. That hit me. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have a fear of abandonment, and that comes, that stems from childhood trauma, which I'll also get into eventually. Uh, we'll have an episode on childhood trauma. <laughs> but yeah, I do have a fear of being unwanted, or just at least not being needed, I guess. I feel like I need to be needed, or want to be needed. I like when people can rely on me. Um, basic desire to feel loved. Yes, which is a hard concept because I give so much that I'm like, oh, I'll be the, I can be the lover. Like I have enough love to give to both of us, and I do love myself. I want to put that out there. I'm not broken in that sense. I'm not insecure about that sense. I do have love for myself. I do genuinely love myself and love my personality and my heart and my brain and my soul and everything. So. Don't think that I don't love myself. I do love myself. I want you to know that. I used to not, and then I worked really hard and realized that I needed to love myself. So I do love myself before, I won't say before I love others, but I do love myself. So just know that. Um, But yeah, a basic desire to be loved. That is a hard concept because I have enough love to give to everybody, but I do want to receive that. But it's hard because I am able to so easily give love. So it's hard to allow myself to receive that. So it's hard for me to just receive in general. Um, I rather give than receive. I have to really be comfortable with receiving um, in any kind of 
way, honestly. Gifts, love, praise, anything like that. But I, I do desire it, and I do like it, and I do love it, and it is nice to have and enjoy. Um, okay. Key motivations. Want to be loved, to express their feelings for others, to be needed and appreciated, to get others to respond to them, to vindicate their claims about themselves. Wow. Okay. Um, this is hitting me a little too hard, so we're going to move on. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a type 2, or a personality type 2, and my Enneagram is IN, INFJ. So if that gives you a little bit of, um, you know, if that explains things to you, hopefully it does. Um, I know a lot of people get really into that stuff, and I do too. I like diving into it. I think it's really interesting. I love that and, like, the concept of psychology behind it. I really love psychology. Um, okay, so I guess we'll get back and back over into some of my favorite things. So, I already talked about my favorite movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. If you have not seen that movie, I definitely recommend that you watch it. Um, I think it's just really heartwarming and also heartbreaking and also, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like heals you but breaks you at the same time. And I don't know if that's a good way to describe it, but that's how it is to me. Like, it's sad and also good at the same time. So I definitely I definitely recommend that movie. I think everyone should watch it. Um, I've seen it multiple times, but it's, it's wonderful. Um, another one of my favorite movies is All the Bright Places. I relate to that movie so much. Again, Finch is me and I am Finch, except I'm not going to end up like Finch at the end of the movie. <laughs> but I've definitely been there. I definitely understand it. Um, I relate to him a lot. I feel like we just have a lot of similar similarities. And I, don't know, I feel kind of seen when he's talking about his mental health. Um, I just feel really seen, especially when he talks about, you know, wanting to be awake and needing to escape and go to places that remind him that he's in control. I relate to that a lot. Um, so, yeah, I won't get too much into that right now. Again, that will probably be something else. We'll talk about mental health and stuff. But I am currently reading the book. I think I'm only, like, three chapters in. I like I'm getting ready to start the fourth chapter. I haven't really had that much time to continue reading it. But I will be finishing it. Um, maybe by the end of February, maybe, or at least by the end of March, I'm going to get myself, I have a, I have so much I have to do, so I don't have time to be just sitting and reading, unfortunately, I have a lot of things on my mind, and a lot of things I need to get done, but, yeah, um, so far the book is definitely different than the film, which is, you know, under, not, I expect that, honestly, um, but yeah, there's this one section, I'll have to bring the book in and highlight it and read it, but there's one section there that made me feel seen as well um, when finished talking about his mental health and everything. So, yeah. Um, I really love that movie. I think I've watched that movie. It's been it's been a hard, it's been a hard week, guys. <laughs> I've watched that movie, God, like six times this week since literally a week from, yeah, a week from today, actually. I have watched that movie probably like six times. I fall asleep to it, <laughs> which is like not a movie that you would fall asleep to, but like it just, it's like a comfort movie to me at this point. Um, and I think it's just because I feel so seen in it. So yeah, I love that movie. Um, I also really love Get Out. Such a great film. Oh my God. Jordan Peele is incredible and Get Out is just such, oh, it's such a great movie such a great concept, just, it really changed how we view modern horror movies, or modern thriller, I guess, or just modern, like, I don't know, like, the power of just, I don't know how to explain that, that would be another one that I would really have to just kind of dive deep into, but I think that Jordan Peele, especially with Get Out, um, and his other films as well, but especially Get Out, just really changing the game for 
thriller movies, horror movies, like psychological. It's it it really changed the game. Like it's it's a new wave. It's a new era, and I think he just I think he did it perfectly. There is, I really I mean I really love movies, <laughs> but that is definitely like a one hundred percent film to me. I think Get Out is so just perfect, and there's so many just when you really dive deep into it, it's incredible. Um, that's also another film that I've done a project on. I did my film final on that last semester. I talked about the intro to Get Out because Childish Gambino's Redbone plays in that intro when we're introduced to the characters and that is just like the camera work to it, matching up with the lyrics of the song. It is just incredible. And I think it just, the way that it sets up basically the plot of the story, plot of the movie, um, within that first couple minutes there is just incredible. I think it's such a great film. Um, so yeah, that will, maybe I'll have a, a movie section in each of my podcasts or I'll just have a movie episode in itself and I'll kind of dive deep into some of my other favorite movies. Um, I guess I'll, let's see, that was two favorite movies. I'll, I'll list a couple more. So Pitch Perfect, love Pitch Perfect. That's just a great movie. I love Anna Kendrick so much. She is always been one of my celebrity crushes she is amazing and kendrick if you hear this hit me up girl i love you you're perfect um which perfect castaway um blue velvet was pretty good uh let's see what else i'm trying to think of other movies i really really love i don't written down um i know eternal sunshine on the spotless mind get out all the bright places pitch perfect castaway there's another one. I posted this on my Instagram story like a couple months ago. What was the other one? You would think I would know because these are my favorite. Oh, The Breakfast Club. Love The Breakfast Club. I think that's such a great, uh, just, you know, it's such a great film. Classic film. Love it. Um, was it 16 Candles? That's great. Just all those, all those type of movies. Those are really great. Um, TV shows. Let's talk about TV shows. So recently I've been watching... Um, the Sex Lives of College Girls. I love Renee Rapp so much. So she is a big reason why I started watching the show. I've wanted to watch it before, um, back when it like first came out. But now that I've really just loved <laughs> Renee Rapp and gotten on like a Renee Rapp uh, fix- fixation here, um, I started watching it. So I am watching that currently. I love uh, The Sex Lives of College Girls. That's a really good show. I am rewatching How to Get Away with Murder for like... <sighs> I don't even know the sixth time now. I love that show. It's such a good show. Um, it does get a little crazy towards the end, but like that first, second se- first and second season, man, it's just really good. Um, so I really love that show. I'm rewatching that as well. And let's see, those are the two shows I'm currently watching. I think. Hold on, I have a list. Actually, I'm keeping a list this year of how many movies I watch. Um, so let me actually pull that up really quick and I'll tell you guys. So in, okay, in January, I watched 14 movies. I rewatched all of the Hunger Games movies, the original Hunger Games movies. I watched Leave the World Behind. Um, the, I guess that's the second Mamma Mia movie. I've never seen the first Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia movie, but I saw the second one, which is interesting. Um, I watched Plane. I watched Saltburn, which was an interesting watch. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey, watched that for the first time, had never seen that movie. I rewatched the original Mean Girls. I watched most of Alice Darling because of Anna Kendrick, but it's, uh, it's okay. Coraline, I watched Coraline, and then I watched the Mean Girls, uh, musical, and then I watched everything, um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Then in February, um, I've only watched, I've watched... Three. I watched three movies. All the Bright Places, Pig, and Princess and the Frog. Um, some of these are for class, so that's why I'm watching some of these movies. Because um, I, like, The Princess and the Frog, like, I just watched that last, what was that? That was Sunday. Yeah, that was Sunday. Um, I had to watch that for class, so, yeah. 
TV shows I've watched in 2024, Modern Family, How to Get Away with Murder, The Sex Lives of College Girls, and Good Girls. I love Good Girls. I'm also rewatching that show right now. Um, this is my second time rewatching it, I think. Or third time. It might be my second time. I don't know. I'm really into finding comfort in some of the shows I really love. Um, I do want to watch some new... It's hard. See, watching committing to watching new shows can be kind of hard, especially when you're busy in school and everything. So, I think for TV shows, I'm really except for the Sex Lives of College Girls because I've never seen that. So that's a new show to me. But rewatching some of my old comfort shows or ones I've already seen. But I do want to watch a lot of new movies or at least movies that I haven't seen. So I'm really watching new watching movies I haven't seen, but. For TV shows, that's more for comfort. So, yeah. Those are some of the TV shows I've watched, some of the movies I've watched so far. I'm going to keep a list, um, and I'll update you guys every so often. But, yeah, I know it's the 13th, so I need to really get back on my movie grind. Um, I watched... I was trying to aim for 20 each month. I did not get there in January. I only got to 14, unfortunately. Um, and for February, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit 20 because <laughs> I'm at three right now and I've got a lot going on. So maybe in March I'll be able to hit 20 because I was thinking by the end of the year I want to watch at least 100 movies or over 100 movies. And, I mean, if I did 20 each month, it, I would definitely be over 100. But um, right now um, I would be at, what, 15, 16, 17 movies I've watched so far this year. Um so I think I, I mean I can definitely can still hit the one hundred, but uh, yeah, maybe in March I'll be able to get to twenty that month. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes because it's, it's the thirteenth now, and we haven't what it, it ends February twenty ninth. This is a leap year. I will not be able to hit twenty. I don't think. Um, so yeah, those are some of the movies I watched so far. Some of my favorite movies, TV shows. Let me think of. What are some of my other favorite TV shows? Um, Atypical. I love Atypical. I've watched Atypical probably five times. <laughs> I love that show. Um, I used to have a binge of Degrassi, Next Class, or Next Gen, whatever it is. Next Class. Whatever the like newest one is, I guess. Well, I haven't watched it in so long. I don't even think they made a new season for that. I don't know, but uh, I do like Degrassi. Well, if I rewatched it now, I don't, I can't say if I would like it. But back when I was like, but fifteen, sixteen, I watched it. I loved it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Orange Is the New Black. I never finished that show. I need to probably rewatch that one too at some point. Um, the Middle or Malcolm in the Middle, whatever the original and the new one. I love both of those. That's a good show. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to dive deep into some TV shows as well. But yeah, that's, that's that. Um, let's go, let's see. Music. Okay, music. We'll talk about music. So, some of my favorite artists. I have a very all-over-the-place music taste and style. Like, I love all types of music. Like, I get so much inspiration from music, and I love listening to music. Um, definitely lately I've been listening to a lot of rap. I love rap music, but that's not, like, my only category of music that I listen to. I think a lot of people think that I only listen to rap. I don't only listen to rap. I listen to it the most, probably, but it's definitely not my only, like, category of music I listen to. I do love rap, I love pop, R&B, indie, like, I mean, jazz, uh, I'll listen to anything, honestly. I can go, let me tell you, if I get in the car and I'm on Aux, or if you're in my car, we can go from 21 Savage to Taylor Swift to Ariana Grande to Noah Kahn to Cave Town to Mac Miller to uh, NF Doom, MF Doom to, like it could be anything honestly but I definitely gotta say my top favorite artist number one has to be Mac Miller I love Mac Miller um god I wish he was still here today to make music 
I think he is such a great artist. He's so just genuine, and he makes the best music, and he just, I love him, and I miss him dearly every single day. He is the best. I love Mac Miller. Mac Miller, J. Cole, North Carolina represent, man. I love J. Cole. Taylor Swift, obviously. Bruno Mars, Noah Kahn, um, Cave Town, Mark Diamond, uh... Let's see, who else? Renee Rapp, obviously. <sighs> who else? Uh, there's so many. Megan Thee Stallion, um, Cardi B, Justin Bieber. Uh, I, swear, I think I already said Ariana Grande, but like literally. So, so many artists that are my favorite. But oh, uh, Ryan Beatty. I love Ryan Beatty. Um, man. I mean, I think if, okay, five artists that I could not live without, like, I could not live without their music, it would have to be Mac Miller, J. Cole, Taylor Swift, Noah Kahn, and SZA. Oh, my God, SZA. I cannot live without SZA's music. I, she's, she's way too good. She is definitely one of my top favorite artists. I think she is incredible at singing, at writing, at Literally everything she does. She is so deserving of success. She is... Wow. I, I literally could not live without SZA. Um, definitely. Definitely one of my top favorite artists. Um, so, yeah. I would love to do some music uh, like episodes, too, where we'll talk about some of my favorite albums or favorite uh, just songs, stuff like that. That'd be really cool. Shawn Mendes, too. I love Shawn Mendes. Um... Fifth Harmony, let me tell you, I was a Fifth Harmony stand. I was a harmonizer. You know, once a harmonizer, always a harmonizer. Harmonizer for life. But definitely when I was a kid, when I was like 13 on Stan Twitter, man, I was a harmonizer. And I was getting into beefs. I was getting into fights. I was writing fan fiction. Like, man, I was getting into it. Uh, <laughs> that is a another person. That is, that's, let me tell you, that, that, was, that was my childhood. I grew up on Twitter, and I grew up on Wattpad. <laughs> that, that's crazy to say, but that was my childhood. I grew up on them. So, yeah. Uh, that was for music. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I don't know. The, goal, this, the goals that I want for this podcast is I just want to have a safe space to talk about any and everything, honestly. Movies, music, life random questions like we, we can have some q a's like i'll do some interviews i'll interview my friends and everything philosophy love friendship heartbreak pop culture drama literally like anything you can think of like i will just talk about uh you know i want you guys to basically be like a passenger in my brain or like a passenger in my heart like i think that would be so cool like if you get to just hear me ramble like if I got to just ramble about things that's that's the best thing ever um because I have I have a lot to talk about um I've had a lot of experiences in life so I can't I can't wait to do that um I'll definitely have some guests on I'll have a bunch of my friends and we'll just talk about topics or just like random things I don't know you'll get to know them get to know their lives get to know how they think about things um Maybe I'll have some friends that will talk about, like, specific things that they're into or, like, basically have them teach me certain things. Like, I, th I think that would be, that would just be really cool. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited for this podcast. Um, I hope that everyone enjoys it. I, I hope you just, like, find something in it or even if it's just, like, an escape. I know that, like, this can be an escape, like, even for me. It can just be an escape to sit down, talk about the things that really matter. Or talk about things that don't really matter, honestly. Like, it's just a time to be vulnerable, honest, genuine, fun, crazy, you know. I have a very sarcastic personality, and I like to just have fun and, like, you know, kind of, I have this, this thing about trying not to take life too seriously, and I think having a space like this will definitely help me, and I hope it helps others too, but 
you know, you don't have to take everything serious. You can really just sit and talk and, you know, have a good time. You know, really just let let everything out. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope that's what this podcast can become. I think it will be such a such a fun experience. It's definitely going to be something new for me. Um, so I can't wait to see how this all goes. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys stick around. If you do, please, you know, keep coming back, you know, see how it is. Uh, hope you enjoy these episodes. Hope you enjoy me. Hope you enjoy life and just, yeah. I hope you have a great rest of your week, guys. I will definitely be back soon. Don't know exactly, like, the schedule for this is going to be or how it's going to come come to fruitation, fruition, whatever. Damn, I done missed that up. <laughs> that sounds so stupid, but it's okay. I don't know how this is all going to turn out just yet. We're still figuring it out, getting the kinks and everything uh, sorted out. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit more about me and you'll learn more as we keep going with more episodes and stuff. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, please come back uh, and just give me a listen, you know. Let's just hang out, chill out, and talk about talk about whatever. So, yeah, hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Stay positive. Go out. Be nice to someone. Compliment someone. Just, you know, pour some love out into the world. The world definitely needs more love. So, yeah, I'll see you guys soon, and don't forget that I love you, and you are going to be okay.